Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, you're saving for retirement, and that's great. As the big day gets closer, the question becomes, where do I stash away my retirement savings? On today's show, we're going to cover some ways that can make a positive difference in your retirement. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Everybody, this is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here, of course. Eric is a fiduciary. He's an independent fiduciary. He is the president of Retirement Wealth LLC and so much more. Hi, Eric. How are you? <laughs> Good morning, Steve. How are you? Very, very well, thank you. And uh, I mean, I love this topic, and I love how we're we're going to kind of kick it off here. We're talking about. You know, it does get to be a little overwhelming. And when we've got, you know, maybe a brokerage account on an, an IRA, maybe an HS. I mean, there's so many places to put the money. How do we know where to put it? And that's what we're going to go through in this segment. And we're going to start with something that I think just sounds really fancy uh, called dividend aristocrats. Is that yeah. is that a thing? Yeah, I love these. I mean, it's a, it's a great place to start if you're willing to own individual stocks. And okay. What you're looking for is, you know, and this is kind of the whole thing, you know, after last year's debacle with FTX and crypto and even cannabis and and SPAC stocks and, and all the all the very speculative stuff that's out there, you know, people are always trying to take a shortcut to investing and it just doesn't work that way. And this year it is, and I've said this in the past, but it's a return back to traditional investing. And now people are interested, well, you know, how do you pick your investments? Well, we're looking for a good rate of return. We're looking for low cash. We're looking for low debt. We're looking for companies that actually manufacture something or create something, right? And so, I mean, it could be cloud storage. It could be manufacturing. It could be service, whatever that may be. But they are providing something out there and getting paid for it. And, uh, you know, the, the funny thing is, and we're going on about a year ago, uh, Google. I mean, Google is one of the, the a very attractive company. And they missed earnings a year ago because they were supposed to be making $65 billion that quarter. And they only made $63 billion. Oh, poor Google. <laughs> poor <right>? Google. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, of course, you know, the stock got hit and everything. But when you take a look at all their financials, I mean, they are an incredibly cash-rich company. Now, not a very good dividend-paying company. But when you take a look at um, all of their numbers and everything, it's a very solid company. So now what we do is... We take a look at the dividend side and we take a look at the same metrics. You know, are they making something? Do they have profits? Do they have low debt? Are they able to, to continue this dividend? And so now what we're doing is, is when we build an income plan, we are literally building different buckets of uh, income. You, you have an alpha driven account, which is made for growth. You have a dividend, which is like growth and in income. Uh, then you have a safe side and maybe you're lucky enough to have a tax free side. There's just a lot of different things. And then when the market goes up and down and does its thing, you can actually turn off some accounts for income, go to other ones and turn those incomes on so that the client can continue their income, but also allow the accounts that went down to actually recover. And that's where you know we come up with a portfolio recovery strategy. So dividend paying investments are a huge portion of our portfolios and, and very critical because even in a flat market, you're still receiving that down that um, uh, dividend, and even in a down market, you're still receiving that dividend. So, very important, but also important is to to figure out the quality of that dividend-paying investment. And so, again, so what defines a uh, dividend aristocrat? What what puts them at that level? Yeah, so in order to qualify as a dividend aristocrat, a company must have paid and raised dividends consistently for the past 25 consecutive years. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yes. I mean, that's quite a record then. Quite a record, and so that's what we're paying attention to, and it typically represents the world's most famous companies since they have mature businesses and they have consistent cash flow. Mm -hmm. So that's really what we're looking for is that long time period that they're able to maintain those uh, dividends over time. And so uh, by their definition, their income component always rises. So it's it's trying to provide a safe harbor for investors. It's kind of a safe place that they can go. Again, even in a, a, a flat market, they still can depend on some kind of dividend there. I like how you're you're working with people and, and, and really giving them an opportunity to, to to be a part of this because I, I know not all advisors do um, and, and to be able to uh, just sort of lay that out for them and, and realize, 
you know, like you said, owning individual stocks, it's not always a bad thing. No, it's not. And, and look, a lot of people say, no, I'm more comfortable with a mutual fund. All a mutual fund is, is it's a basket of individual stocks. And so if you own individual stocks outside of that mutual fund, you just created your own mutual fund. And so we're still measuring risk. We're still measuring volatility. We're still measuring um, all of the metrics that we look at in a mutual fund. And typically it's a lot less expensive to own individual stocks over a mutual fund. Now, an exchange traded fund is typically less expensive than a mutual fund, but you know, we had a gentleman come in the other day and I explained to him he was paying 0.71% in this mutual fund plus an advisory fee of 1.25. So he's literally paying 2% for this mutual fund and it was significantly underperforming for the past three and five years. And he's like, I had no idea I was paying that much. It's like, well, that's okay. But then we showed him a different way um, that hopefully uh, his expenses go down, but also he has a better rate of return over time. And that's what we're really trying to do. And so, I mean, it was a no brainer to switch it over. And now all of a sudden, you know, when we did his financial plan, the rate of return should be going up a little bit and it's going to make a significant difference over the next 25 and 30 years. Wow. So again, a lot of people, you know, uh, last year is overflowing and rolling over into this year. It's the same problems. People are not being serviced. They don't have an income plan. They don't have a financial plan. And they feel like their advisors are dropping the ball. And I know for a fact there's a lot of advisors out there who are just praying to God that this market recovers so their clients get off their back. But really, we're sticking to financial planning and income planning and the financial plan is gonna run a thousand different scenarios. It's gonna say, look, you can take a bad year like last year. The S&P 500 did not bode very well. Uh, neither did the NASDAQ for that matter, or the uh, aggregated bond fund. Um, so when you, when you take a look at the bond funds, that a lot of them were down negative double digits last year, that's not a good place to be. And remember that they're not gonna recover. So whatever got you in the hole may not necessarily get you out of the hole. So you really have to have someone who's a true money manager that's taking a look at the account and trying to make the best changes that they possibly can. 800-779-1942 is the number you can call folks if you'd like to get a head start. I wanna talk about treasury securities as long as we're talking about these kinds of investments. Uh, where do you fall on that? I love them. I mean, okay. uh, we, we used a lot of them because now all of a sudden you have a, 12-month treasury that you can purchase at 4.7, 4.8%. That's pretty good. It's great. And, you know, there's a lot of clients that say, okay, Eric, why didn't we have these last year? Well, rates weren't like this last year. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, they didn't exist. I mean, and, and you know, people are like, oh, geez, you know. I mean, some people get frustrated, like, you know, if you're so smart, why didn't I have these? I'm like, look, <laughs> <laughs> rates have gone up and now they're attractive and now we're presenting them to you. If they were like this last year, you know, we would have had you in them. Of now, course. The last, I'd say the last four or five months of last year, we did have our clients in them. So, you know, and, and here's the difference. You know, when, when somebody has negative 10% in a bond fund, now they have a 4.8% yield in a treasury. That's a 14.8% difference. And so, you know, with the treasury, yeah. it's, you know, it's pretty good because you know that you're going to get that over the next 12 months. So it's shoring up that portfolio. And, and I love to use these things. Sure. And um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, rates have gone up. Those have gone up very nicely. So now the one and the two year is very attractive. And so that's what we're looking at. But, uh, you know, like I said, it's it's it has to fit in with everything like you know, when, when people see a popular rate, they want to put everything in there. But, you know, this market is still super cheap. It's still super low. It's been beaten up. There's a lot of great buys out there. So you want to feather in treasuries. You want to feather in good dividend paying stocks. You want to fact, uh, feather in some good uh, alpha-driven stocks and really create a portfolio that's sustainable over time. Sure. I, I, I like the sound of that. So now let's get into another area. Let's talk real estate. Yeah. Let's because do it. if I, if I need estate. to put some money someplace, that might be the place to go. Yeah, I love real estate. I mean, you know, we've helped our clients um, with a lot of real estate decisions. There's a lot of people who want to exit out of their real estate portfolio and get into the stock market. Now, I will say the most successful investor out there understands both the stock market and also real estate. 
when a person exits out of real estate and goes into the stock market after never really being in it, that's a very tough client. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to create phantom income from their rental properties, right? Um, and, you know, they say, I get tired of, you know, somebody calling me up at two in the morning and saying, hey, I don't have hot water and you got to fix this. And you got to right, fix this. Right. I don't want that hassle anymore. And I get it. So what we're trying to do is is, is give them phantom income from th that real estate. But we also have to be careful of how we exit out of their real estate portfolio. We still may be doing 1031 exchanges and moving some into the market or buying other properties just to kind of dwindle down. And there was one gentleman who had 10 different apartments. And so what we ended up doing was we 1031 all that money and transferred it into two large real estate houses. Um, now he's just both renting out those two and he's like, it's a lot easier to manage two large houses as a vacation rental rather than all, all of those apartment buildings. Oh my gosh, so, I would think so. Yeah, and so the tax savings was huge. And so now eventually, you know, when he gets those settled in, now he'll dial that down into one. And it's just, you know, you're, you're biting off and, and, and taking the tax advantages as you go along. So it's like, again, that all of that is fed into the financial plan and we're factoring in what he's trying to accomplish. But you're also looking ahead, you know, 15, 20, 25 years and making sure that these are good decisions for him as well. Sure. Well, we covered some great ground here in terms of where we might want to put our money that we might not be thinking about every day. Right. Um, and uh, so on that note, let's just open up the phone lines, Eric. Let's invite folks to call. Yeah, everybody. Uh, first of all, good morning, and, and thanks for listening to the show. You know, it's been really fun this year. We've had a lot of po positive feedback about the, the radio show, and uh, we really enjoy doing it. We're looking to take on five new callers that are missing that financial plan. So if you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We're going to create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least 500 grand for retirement. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we're gonna show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're gonna take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over a $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. 800-779-1942. That's how you get the ball rolling, folks. Just make that call. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review that Eric just described, and you'll see where you are today. But what's important is you'll find you have a roadmap to help get you, to help guide you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, let's keep the income conversation going. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. This is WealthWorks Radio. Eric Carney is here. Eric is president of Retirement Wealth. He is an independent fiduciary advisor. In fact, you've got an, a fiduciary firm, Eric, and a great team of folks behind you. I mean, Joseph is often here with us, but I know, um, you know, you've got Autumn and, and you've got Donna. I know Donna's been on the show a few times, too. Yeah. Just good folks. Yeah, really good folks. I mean, just everybody has a passion for trying to help out that client, trying to put them in a better position. And, uh, you know, it's it's like, I mean, every year is just as exciting as the past one. And it's like, it always presents new challenges. And that's what we're seeing. I mean, you know, and again, people, there's uh, almost this desperation that, that people are coming in now. They're like, Eric, I really need help. And, you know, they're, they're frustrated with the financial industry. And I, and I get it, you know, uh, you know, um, on, on our TV show, we talk about that all the time. I mean, we see where people are just downright frustrated with their current situation and people are looking for better direction. They want to know that they're pointed in the right direction and it gets very overwhelming for us. And I think as human beings, there's always something in our lives that get us overwhelmed. And so, like I said, you, that's where you want to bring in a professional and you're like, look, this is why I'm paying you. I want you to take this burden off of me. Right. And so this is where that huge responsibility comes in. And it is, it is a massive responsibility to take care of someone and their financial needs. But this is what we really have to do. And that's what you shine at doing. I mean, you're, you're very good at it. No question. Thank you. 
800-779-1942. So we were talking in the last segment about the different places to put our retirement dollars. And, you know, we talked about um, we talked about dividend aristocrats. We talked about treasury. We talked about real estate. What about what, what's another option? What's another way that we can sort of do things creatively? I mean, lately we've been using a lot of master limited partnerships and limited partnerships. Okay, so what is that? Well, basically, uh, they're a type of investment that you can invest in. It's liquid, uh, typically pays out some kind of dividend or yield to the client. The interesting thing is the key advantage to a limited partnership, at least for limited partners, is is that their personal liability is limited. So you're invested in something, but you're only invested, your only limitation is what you have invested in. So you're only responsible for the amount that you've invested in the limited partnership. Um, so a lot of these entities can be general partnerships when they're looking to raise capital. A lot of these can be pipelines. And you know, after the train derailment in, uh, Ohio, now all of a sudden the pipelines become much more attractive because they seem a little bit more safe. And so a lot of times these limited partnerships do not have to pay self-employment taxes as they're not active members of the business. So it has a pass-through entity, meaning that the entity files a form, I think it's 1065, and then the partners receive a Schedule K-1. Um, the downside of these is that even though they're paying a really nice dividend, they don't come out, they don't have to come out until later. So it's, you're trying to get your taxes done and you still don't have, have your K-1s. That's probably the biggest downside, but. That seems pretty much to, an easy thing to overcome though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah pretty much. I mean, look, you, you're, you have a non-correlated stock market. Uh, holding so a lot of times when the s p 500 is down you take a look look at a lot of k1s or a lot of limited partnerships and they're actually up a little bit and people will say oh they're only up a nickel well yeah when the s p 500 is down one percent and you're up a nickel i'll take it and i'm receiving a dividend i'll take it any day and so a lot of times what we've seen is that these limited partnerships and general limited partnerships or master limited partnerships, there's several different kinds, they're actually lowering the standard deviation or the volatility and increasing your income. And now you could actually have a pass through loss on your taxes. So not only did you make money, but you're actually able to take a loss through that K-1. And so again, it's very strategic. There are pros and cons to these, but when utilized and actually managed, they could be very beneficial for you. So give me an example of what, uh, how I would get involved. In other words, you know, I've got X amount of dollars and this is what I want to do. And you're telling me, all right, what about this, this partnership? What about this LLC? What about this master limited partnership? Right. So they are actually more advantageous in a non-IRA account. Okay. So, all right. So great. That, Yep. And that that's huge because if they're in an IRA, well, it's the IRA is already tax deferred. So it's not really going to be as beneficial. Oh, sure. Now in the non-qualified account, now all of a sudden, if you have gains in some of your accounts, like the dividend paying stocks before, now all of a sudden you partner them up with a limited partnership or a master limited partnership. You may have gains in that master limited partnership Either, either through the growth of the company or through the dividend or both. And then also you're gonna be receiving a loss. So what you're doing is you're taking that loss and you're writing it off against the gains that you made in the dividends. And I get it, it's a little confusing to people out there. They're like, how is that possible? But basically as a limited partner, if all of a sudden at the end of the year, that company makes, let's say $2 million, but the bean counters come in and then they say, look, if you upgrade all of your trucks, you can actually write up, take a loss. And they're like, hell yeah, we're going to do that, right? Sure, yeah. We can upgrade everything and still take a loss. So now all of a sudden they upgrade that, they take a loss, and now all of a sudden that loss, even though you made money in that limited partnership or master limited partnership, they're passing on that loss to you through the K-1. So this is really where people want strategic financial planning. People really want tactical money management, this is where you get into the limited partnerships and the master limited partnerships. And there's a lot of people that say, oh, I'm not worried about taxes. Okay, that's fine. Then, <laughs> <Really>? you know, <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. You're the only one. <laughs> Pretty much, Steve. I mean, when somebody says that to me, I'm blown away because, you know, like 
right now people we've been spoiled you know the tax rates right now have been spoiled but they are sunsetting in 2026 we're prepared for that and so you know with with uh with capital gains you have short term long term but you know someday they may be they may be taxed at ordinary income rates and people are going to flip out and yeah. so again this is where tax planning comes in we work with another cpa firm and we're trying to look ahead and this is one way that we actually use these wow okay 800-779-1942 you know you explain the whole how the uh that you can take the loss that i mean yeah that's a little confusing but i was able to kind of walk down that road with you and i realized okay cha-ching i get it <laughs> yeah and sometimes i get you know like my mom was in this business for a long time she yeah. had two tax offices and she's like you know you gotta dumb it down and i'm like i'm trying but you know and and you know we can explain a little bit better to the client but the bottom line is is that you know what we're trying to do for the client is say look we're trying to put you in a better position how can we possibly do that limited partnerships or master limited partnerships may be for you they may not be for you sure but but for a lot of people especially when they have a lot of non-ira money they are very advantageous and there's a lot of uh, companies out there that actually don't present these and it's it's sad because, like I said, I mean, last year they did very well. Uh, this year they're doing very well. And like I said, it may not be that way in another two years, and we won't hold those in the portfolio. But at some point, they could be considered for you. So if I was a senior executive and I got a really hefty bonus, that's what you're talking about, isn't it? Yeah. Taking I mean, something like that and putting it to work. Yeah, yeah, putting it to work. I mean, it's, you know, like people are getting excited about these CD rates. And I'm like, I can't, I still can't get excited about any of these CD rates. Um, you know, it, you're either an investor or a saver and I've never been a saver. I'm an investor. So, I mean, you know, the, the, the bottom line is, is that what are you really trying to create? And again, you've got to think about managing your tax bracket in there as well. Sure. And, and so as we get through this, are you seeing a lot of folks kind of uh, looking for different ways? And I know that's really sort of where you, you shine. I mean, obviously that the, the, the changeover of, of from accumulation to distribution preservation, but right. that. But again, are you finding people are saying, "Hey, uh, what, uh, you know, I, I know about annuities, but are there anything else? Is there anything else I can do?" I mean, you know, we don't know what we don't know, and I, yeah, I, I think that's you know, and and there's a lot of people that just come in, and again, you know, they're tired. They're like, "I don't know what I need, Eric." You know, and you know, somebody will say, "I definitely don't want this, this, or this," and I'm like, "Okay." And we're not even presenting the investment yet. Like, I really have to take a look at how much are you spending? And I want all listeners to, to really listen to this out there. Like, how many times have you been presented an investment without anyone asking, how much are you spending on a regular basis? You know, because we have to determine your rate of return. I mean, we've got to factor in inflation, the taxes that you have to pay, how much you're spending. Because let's face it, we all have a pile of money. Some people has a some people have a larger pile of money than others. Uh, some people don't have as much. But we have to factor in how much are you spending, and then find the appropriate investment for you that's going to meet your needs, but also meet your risk tolerance. And you have to look at time frames, and you have to take a look at market volatility, and you have to take a look at. Um, how willing is that person to, to take on risk? I mean, there's so many other factors and people just want to park people in annuities or something that, you know, is a, is a commission product. Well, purpose determines placement and annuities are great for some people, but not very good for others. And so again, you really have to take a look at that client and really determine what is right for them. There are so many tools out there that are not utilized properly because financial advisors don't understand them. Uh, we, we were working with um, an advisor. I was trying to help him with his marketing. He's like, I only do mutual funds. I still don't understand exchange-traded funds. I mean, mutual funds are set it and regret it. You go in those, they're not going to be managed. They're not going to be traded. They're not going to be rebalanced. It is literally set it and regret it. And so a lot of times, once you go into that fund, that's the fund that you're going to have for a long time. And, you know, days are gone where Fidelity Contra Fund has just done great time over time. Uh, Janus Fund, you know, used to be big in the 90s. But you look at those funds today and their performance is horrific. I mean, it's not like it was back then. Now's the time to reach out. Talk to Eric. Come on in, sit down and, and really make it happen. 
Yeah, if you feel like you're out there in a financial no man's land, you're not really happy where you are, but you're just not unhappy enough to do anything about it, give us a call today. Let's take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is for you. We're gonna create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're gonna take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away, complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. 800-779-1942. That's 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, if the Federal Reserve changes interest rates, it could affect your portfolio. Coming up next, how can you protect your investments from changing interest rates and defend your nest egg for life? Stay here. We're back on WealthWorks Radio. Eric Carney's here. I'm Steve Siddall, and we are having a great conversation. I love, I love the first couple segments, Eric, when we're talking about things that Quite frankly, I don't hear a lot of people talking about them on radio, to be honest. Yeah, I don't really like giving out all my secrets, but I felt like I did back then. Yeah, well, I, you know, hey, take advantage of it, folks. It's, uh, it doesn't happen often. Some of them, <laughs> Some right? of them are. Well, yeah, yeah you're not all of them, for yeah, sure. <laughs> just a few. But, you know, the, the, the thing is that people come in, and it, here is the common denominator. There's a lot of people that will come in, never had a financial plan, never had an income plan, and they'll say to me, Eric, no one's ever told me this. I've never seen this, or I never knew this about my portfolio. And, you know, these people are long-term investors, have had an advisor for a very long time, and there's been many times in the first 20 minutes of the meeting, they know more about their portfolio than ever before. We do a personal financial blueprint for every single client that comes in. It's theirs to keep. It's based exactly on their portfolio, and they walk out of here understanding their portfolio. So when we say, let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio, that's exactly what we're doing. And there's a lot of people that come in and I'm like, hey, this is a pretty good portfolio. They've done a really good job for you. And they're like, okay, great. And we had a, a client a couple of weeks ago and they said, I'm glad that you told us that. We're glad that you're honest with us. We're still gonna go ahead with you because some, something that we didn't tell you is our advisor's retiring. And so we were able to take over the assets, but that what they were really looking for is someone to say, yeah, the portfolio is great. And, and it was, and we, and, and it proved that. So the thing is, is that we're always completely honest with them. Uh, you know, and if it's a if it's a good portfolio, I'll tell them that if it's a bad portfolio, I'm going to say, look, you guys, we've got some work to do. And they really appreciate that. But again, the personal financial blueprint is really proving to them through several different metrics, whether it's good or bad. And so people understand that. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, so let's dig into this one too, uh, Eric, because the Federal Reserve, you said you said to me one time, probably fairly early on in, in when we were doing the show, you just kind of said out of the blue, don't fight the Fed. Right, right. <laughs> and that stuck with me. And and again, and that's very true. So let's talk about that for a second. And and what is the, the, the Federal Reserve? And, and so put to rest that it's really not a government organization. No, it really isn't. I mean, what is the Fed supposed to do? Yeah, right, good Steve? question. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that this is really so they have three powers. And what they do is number one is they're trying to promote maximum employment. And I'm going to come back to that because people are going to be like, they're rolling their eyes right now. And they're like, well, they're screwing up employment right now, right? Yes. But the, what they're also trying to do is stabilize prices and, and moderate long-term interest rates. And one way to do that is by adjusting short-term interest rates. And so um, I'm, I'm going to come back to that one right there. Okay. The second one is if the economic growth slows and unemployment rises, the Fed can cut interest rates to make borrowing cheaper. Uh -huh. That's to kind of improve the economy a little bit. The intention is to really encourage companies to invest in projects and hire uh, employees to complete them. Now, both of these should increase consumer income and spending. So those are the three things. They're, they're trying to increase consumer spending to boost the economy. Now, 
when people say, yeah, but rising interest rates are getting to be so expensive that we're not buying big ticket items like homes and RVs. That's the point. Because when we don't spend money on higher ticket items, what we're doing is we're actually taking that money without that consumer even knowing that they're doing it. And now they're actually putting that money that they were going to spend on bigger homes and, and RVs and boats and so forth. And they're actually putting it through the middle of the economy, mm -hmm. which well, is supposed to boost the economy. So, um, Instead of buying a bigger house, now you're going to hire a painter. You're going to hire a carpenter. Maybe you're going to get your countertops done. So now all of a sudden that trickle effect goes through and you're hiring a lot more people and boosting the economy with a smaller amount of money. Sure. Well, I mean, again, you talk about the job situation. I just read a story in the Wall Street Journal about uh, ZipRecruiter says that uh, their, their data is showing that um, there are uh, the number of job postings is going down more than the Labor Department reports of job openings. That's exactly what they're trying to do, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That, that's exactly right. And, you know, I mean, a lot of these companies are laying off people, but, you know, there's also a lot of companies that are also hiring at the same time. Yeah, I know. It's kind of confusing there. It, it's very confusing. And, you know, and, and kind of what upset me during the pandemic, it kind of pissed me off, actually. And this, th this is something that they need to change. If you're unemployed and you're collecting unemployment, all you have to do is show that you applied for a job. So when we actually went on to one of these sites, I was getting all these people applying and no one would show up for the interview. Of course. Oh, and sure. I was like, wait a minute, you know, and then it clicked and I, and I felt stupid because I was like, I'm, I was naive thinking that, you know, these people really want a job. No, all they have to do is go back to unemployment and say, yeah, I, I was, uh, I applied to retirement wealth advisors. Here you go. Now, what has to, what should happen is they should actually have to show up for the interview, um, but yeah. they they don't. You know, like I, I would I would like to have unemployment actually call me and say, did this person show up? And I'd be like, hell no, they didn't. You yeah, know, right? But but so these people really are. They weren't looking for a job. They were just trying to keep their unemployment going oh, for cool. as long as they possibly could. And Understand. raise the national debt even more, but <laughs> well, that's a whole a, other that's a whole other program there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so with the interest rates doing what they're doing, how does that affect me and my little portfolio? Well, I mean, people that were conservative last year and were in bond funds, and you had an interest rate sensitive portfolio, you got crushed. And so this is one thing. I mean, when when we had a prospective client that would come in and they'd be like, "I'm super conservative," I'm like, "That is not what we do here." Because, you know, I mean, at the time, bond funds are only going to get worse. You have to have something else that's going to counteract that or sit in cash for a while. You were better off in cash last year than you were in a bond fund. I mean, a lot of bond funds, look at, look at Yahoo Finance, down negative double digits. And so I think we go back all the way to the 1930s, and it's only been three years where the S&P 500 and the bond index has been down negative double digits in the same year last year was that year yay yeah and so Gosh. and again i'll say this again last year was not unpredictable you, you knew interest rates sooner or later were going to go up i mean come on i mean they've been so cheap you can borrow money so unbelievably cheap right now i look at the interest rates on some of my uh, real estate and i'm just like i can't believe i'm paying that rate that is unbelievable and so what we really have to take a look at is long-term, how do interest rates um, wreak havoc in my portfolio? And the same thing with inflation. I mean, you could talk about inflation or interest rates or volatility. All of these things, you have to combat these one way or another. Sure. Well, and again, with the, with the, the whole Fed thing and, and uh, what goes on there and all uh, it, I mean, they really have got things figured out. I mean, from a historical standpoint, we can see that this has worked in the past, right? Yeah, it has worked in the past. I mean, you talk about a hard landing, soft landing or whatever, but, you know, they are trying to do the best job that they possibly can. Jay Powell, you know, I mean, we uh, again, 2020 is, is crystal clear. You know, I mean, everybody is a Monday morning quarterback. Why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do this? And, you know, the, the, the bottom line is, is that when you take a look at the Super Bowl this year, both teams, you know, it was a great game. Both teams tried to do the very best that they could. Sure. 
They both made mistakes, but that was in the that was in the thick of the game, play by play, second by second. I mean, these players are, you know, moving left and right, and you have to keep counteracting for that. And not everyone's perfect. We're all human. I mean, and they're literally two titans out on the field, you know, battling. And so come Monday morning, we walk in the office and I don't know why you didn't catch that ball. I mean, it was thrown <laughs> right out. I mean, what a jerk, you yeah. know. I mean, these guys are, they're world-class athletes. You know, even the guy on the fifth and sixth string that you've never heard of is still a world-class athlete. They are the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, again, with Jay Powell and, and any other one of these economists, it's like, well, I don't know why they didn't do this. I mean, but they're dealing with a world economy. And so, again, it's just, you know, interest rates have been a problem. But, again, how do you control those in your own little world and in your own little portfolio. Yeah, right. So if if you're interest rate sensitive last year and that's what your advisor stuck you with, mm, maybe somebody's not paying attention. Maybe not. Exactly. So uh, before we run out of time, what what's the takeaway from all this? What do we what do we need to learn and what do we need to make sure we understand? I, I think it's accountability, Steve. I think that accountability and transparency is not very clear in the financial industry. Okay. There's a, there's a lot of people that don't understand where they are. And, you know, the values in your portfolio are going to go up and they're going to go down. But how do they actually affect you? Because if you really take a look at lo a lot of these long-term financial plans, it hasn't really changed your probability of success, right? But people understand, okay, I'm still going to be okay. So that's where the transparency comes in. You want to have communication with your advisor and you want to have accountability. I mean, are they up to date? Are they trying to do something or has nobody laid eyes on that portfolio in years? And that's what people want to know. They want to know that somebody's actually trying to be proactive, taking a look at it, and that they're more than capable of handling their accounts. And that's exactly what you do at Retirement Wealth. That's right. Well, again, we're up against the clock, Eric. I guess I better just be quiet and let you talk. So fast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's crazy. Everybody out there, thanks again for listening. Um, you know, Steve and I have been doing the show for a long time, and we just, I mean, it's a joy. I mean, it's a little break from the work week for me, and we just love talking about this stuff to you guys. So thank you for all the listeners out there. And look, if, if you're out there and you're listening and, and any of this resonates with you, give us a call today. Let's get that second set of eyes on your financial plan or your portfolio. We're going to take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. And again, if you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over a $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away complimentary, no obligation calls today. Sounds like a great idea, folks. Do take advantage of what Eric is offering here today. It's a it's a financial roadmap, if you will, and it's a chance to get that true practical financial review. If you had a rough year last year like most of us did and you haven't had a second set of eyes on your portfolio, now's the time to give Eric and the team a call. 800-779-1942. It's a comprehensive financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. And you're going to find that you have a roadmap that can help guide you, help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. Make that call today while you're thinking about it. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, questions from you and answers from me. Don't go anywhere. Hey, we are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric is president of Retirement Wealth. Uh, he is also, uh, you're a bit of an author. You uh, do TV. I mean, you are a versatile, uh, you know, guy out there. It's been a busy year already. I mean, it's it's hard to believe that we're into March already. I, I was like, I looked at the calendar last week and I'm like, oh my gosh, is it really March 1st? It is you know, time flies. Time flies. It does indeed. And um, so our, uh, and I know we've talked about this before, but your Foundation for Retirement, the Southwest Florida Education Network, I know that you're really kind of honing that down and are, and are going to relaunch that soon. Yeah, we're relaunching that. It's all been written. Um, we're putting that together and we should have dates fairly soon. So okay. I'm, I'm excited to get back in front of people. Um, it's, 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 it's funny. We've just been so busy. It's like, we kind of put that on the back burner, but 
I'm excited to get in front of people again. Um, you know, uh, it's I, I remember it, it was funny too because uh, last week we saw a client, and um, she came to one of my classes before, and she still says to me, she goes, Eric, that class, I and this is this is pre-COVID. Okay, so I, sure. I think I've been working with her for like five years now. And she goes, I still laugh because I was winded by the end of that class. She's like, you were a hundred miles an hour through the whole thing. And I just feel like there's so many things that I want to talk about. And the biggest thing is, is that I don't like wasting anyone's time. And so when somebody comes in there, I don't want to pitch them anything. I don't want to sell them anything. It's like, I want to educate them. If you want to come in and see me for a second opinion, that's great. Um, but I, I feel like we've really helped an awful lot of people and that's really what I get a kick out of. I want to try to put everyone in a better financial situation and really the classes are a great way to be able to do that. Well, education and teaching, that's one of the things that, that you do so well. Yeah, it's knowledge, you know, and, right. and you want to get that knowledge out there. And I, I think, you know, 22 years of doing this, it's like, I feel like I have a wealth of knowledge. And, you know, I also, I, I just, I just want everybody not have to worry about money. And that's not an easy task. You know, this is, this is not an easy industry. You can't go into this, you know, knowing that I'm only going to sell this one product. I mean, you're going to like look at everything that's out there and say, okay, what can I put you in to try to put you in a better position based on your situation? And, you know, th there's a lot of people who we've been able to help with transfers of generational wealth. You know, people are like, well, I'm just going to leave this money to my kids. Well, okay, why is it in a bond, right? That That's not invested properly for them. Let's take a look at transfers of generational wealth in a tax-friendly way. And that really, you know, opens people's eyes up to a lot of different ideas. So. Sure. It's the client out there who really wants a strategic and tactical thought put behind it that we really work well with. You know, when somebody comes in and they're like, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with all my investments and I'm not willing to, to make any changes. Okay, well, have a nice day. And it's like, you know, we, we leave as friends. But it's like, I'm not sure what your point is, is that if you're satisfied with this and, and you just, you know, I'm not sure if you're trying to show me your portfolio, uh, you know, so it's, you know, like I said, the, the person that's serious about their money, that's who we best work with. Sure. Well, and again, I mean, you're, you're a, you've got concierge service and you're not out there trying to be the biggest in, in the nation or, you know, have more clients than, than anybody else. You're there no. to make sure that people are taken care of and, and they know what they're doing and you're helping them get there. Yeah. I, I don't care about being the most popular. I, I could, could not care less. I mean, I'm the most low key person out there. Um, you know, like uh, I went to the gym the other day and this lady says, oh, my gosh, I saw you on TV. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And I like ran the other way, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm not looking to get that out there, you know, and, and a lot of times I, you know, I, I'm, I'm super low key, but um, we just want to be, you know, we want to be respectful to the client that we work with. That's the most important part. So we want to be ethical um, and, you know, do the right thing for that person. That's more important to us than anything else. Of course, 800-779-1942. All right, let's jump into a couple of questions here. Uh, Frank is in Boca Grande. Uh, he says, I'm in the phase-out range for my Roth IRA. My spouse and I both contribute to Roth IRAs. And now that I'm in that phase-out range, I don't want to deal with the hassle of excess contributions each year. Now, does it make sense for me to split my 401k into some Roth and some traditional contributions? Or would I be better off taking the tax deduction for the full amount of the 401k as traditional? So great question. And so here, here's the whole thing. You know, the plan in our head isn't a plan. You know, a pile of investment statements is not a plan. This is seriously where we have to write a financial plan and start to look at your tax brackets down the road. Because along with managing the income, managing your taxes, uh, managing the volatility, managing interest rates, and all that stuff. Now, all of a sudden, we have to manage your tax your your tax brackets. And so, what we're trying to do is trying to keep you significantly in a lower tax bracket. And so, the the bottom line is is that with all the software, the financial planning software and the income planning software, this is going to determine where best to put that money. And so, you cannot figure this out in your head. I promise you. You know, I mean, and as long as I've been doing this, I still can't do it because there's just so many variables. 
It depends on, you know, Medicare, when you're taking out the income, how much income do you need? And it just, like I said, and the, and the software is going to start to help you say, look, spend some of your um, non-tax-free money now and then use that tax-free money for down the road when you may be in a higher taxable situation. Yeah. So uh, the financial plan is really going to point out a lot of deficiencies in your income plan. And so again, that's a huge tool that we use. And I would kind of, you know, recommend that Frank actually gets that done. And by the way, this is just one of the things that we do in one of our very first meetings. I mean, this is this is something that is very valuable to people. So I think when people come to us, they say either, okay, what's your fee? The better question to ask that a client will say is, what value are you going to give us that we're not receiving now? And so that's where we come in with the financial plan, the income plan, the tax planning, and people are like, okay, that's something I don't have right now. And I'll tell you, we had a potential client that I actually did not allow to come on board because he was hell bent on fees. And you know, the crazy thing is he totally missed the boat on what we were providing for him because in his head, he was so stuck on fees. Mm -hmm. And so it's, and I already told him, I said, I don't think we're a good fit. Oh, no, 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 I want, I want to work with you. Right, but I'm not sure that I want to work with you. And so, you know, that that's the thing. Like, we're looking for long-term clients that really appreciate our help and really want our help. And if you can't see the value, because some people say, I just want you to manage my money. That's not how we work. We are strategic financial planners. So we we base everything off of the financial plan and the income plan. All right. And and so, you know, that that's really important. So Frank would be no different, Steve. All right, Frank, give us a call 800-779-1942. Love to hear from you. Uh Ben is next. He's in Marco Island and he's just wondering, I keep hearing it's a great time to invest in bonds. Did I miss the boat on that or is this tr still true with the market and the economic climate the way it is? I mean, you know, interest rates will settle at some point. So if it depends on how you're investing in bonds. I mean, if you're laddering in bonds, it could be a good place to start. Um, but like I said, it's there's still other bond alternatives that are out there um, that people are more appreciative right now um, rather than getting into the bond market. I mean, interest rates are still wreaking havoc in some of the, the bond markets. So um, not a great place to be just yet. Um, I like treasuries a little bit better over a bond fund. Um, or even a, an individual bond. But, you know, like I said, it, it, there could be a time where you could start to dollar cost average and ladder those into the portfolio. All right. Uh, ben, uh, give us a call, 800-779-1942. Lisa has a question from Naples. She says, my husband has an IRA rolled over from a prior 401k. Now, recently we were made aware that he can combine it with his current 401k. What are the pros, if any, and cons to taking that path? Well, a lot of people feel like, okay, I'm rolling it over, right? Mm -hmm. And so they don't forget about it. But the problem is, is that when you roll over a previous 401k into your 401k or even an IRA into that, you have very limited choices. I mean, and, and I'll tell you, uh, 15 years ago, some of these companies used to have fantastic choices. And now all of a sudden they've been watered down to pretty much very basic stuff and, and into the target date funds. Um, and target date funds, quite frankly, have been very detrimental to people lately because as they get closer to retirement, the problem is, is that that target date fund is more geared towards fixed income and interest rate sensitive investments. And now all of a sudden that you have rising interest rates, those have been horrible horrific. And so people are like, yeah, but I was supposed to retire then. I understand that. But the target date fund doesn't understand where interest rates are. And so people are like, okay, now I get it. So again, through education and, and helping people understand what a target date fund is, now they're steering clear of those. And I still think that there's an awful lot of 401ks that are mismanaged out there. All right. And, and, and so let me ask you this. Is that, I know we got to get wrap things up here, but do, would you be interested in talking to a company, a small company or even a large company about handling that 401k? Is that something you guys do? Um, it depends. I mean, you know, it depends. I mean, we've done it in the past. Okay. Um, I know that Joseph does quite a few of those. Um, but you know, you know, I mean, t to be honest with you, when people are just getting started with a 401k, they don't really pay a lot of attention to it. Yeah. I think that they need to pay attention to it. I mean, that is more than likely going to be the largest piece of your retirement puzzle. Sure. All right. 800-779-1942. And just like that, Eric, we are up against wow. the wall. Let's, uh, let's invite folks to call one last time. 
That's so crazy. Hey, everybody out there. Thanks for spending time with us. And if you're interested in a results in advance financial plan, let's take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan. This is the last time that we're going to take calls today. So if you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We're going to create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary. No obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're gonna take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over a thousand dollar value. We'll be giving it away, complimentary, no obligation, call us today. 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942, comprehensive financial review, and then the roadmap that helps guide you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942, again, 800-779-1942. Eric, as always, my favorite hour of the week. It goes by so quickly, but again, I always learn things. Uh, Steve, thank you so much. It's, it's always a pleasure working with you. Everybody out there, Thanks so much. Have a great week. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Eat more tacos. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.